What is going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am. And today I've got a story time about a Karen. I haven't done one of these in a little bit. I feel like they kind of went into hiding like uh, you know when the groundhog goes back into his hole so it's like three more weeks of winter or whatever. Karens kind of did that. They had their moment in the sun and then they kind of went underground. But I witnessed one the other day that I just knew I had to tell you guys about who like freaked out on this restaurant and uh, got kicked out so not a very good situation for the Karen thought you guys would enjoy it but before we get into it be sure to press the like button otherwise no joke no scam whatsoever you will be cursed by the Karen God herself and uh, yeah without further ado let's get into it so this actually takes place when I was out of town. I went to visit my aunt with my cousin, and uh, obviously, when we were visiting, we decided to go out to eat a few times because there's a bunch of restaurants there that we don't have here. And I'm not going to give out the exact location just because, like, my family lives in a kind of small town, but it's in the Midwest somewhere. And I didn't really expect to see or interact with a Karen on my trip. I just felt like the town was too small. I felt like Karens were a big city thing. I know that might be naive of me, but I just assumed no one would have the balls to act like that if they had to see these people all the time. In a small town, if you freak out in a grocery store, you're probably going to have to, like, get your teeth cleaned by someone in line or it's your therapist behind you. Whatever it may be, I just feel like there's a lot of situations in a small town where you'd bump into people again. Whereas the logic of being a Karen in a bigger town, it's still stupid, I don't support it. But eh, whatever, the odds of seeing someone again in a city with like 3 million people is very slim, and the odds of them remembering you is very slim. But we went out to eat and it just so happened to be like on a Saturday night, so as soon as we pulled up into the parking lot, we saw how busy it was and my cousin and I agreed that it was probably going to be a little bit of a wait, but we wanted to eat there. And if you pull up into a place's parking lot, especially a restaurant, and it's packed and you don't have a reservation, just expect to wait. I feel like that's just reality. You can hate it as much as you want, but you didn't make the reservation. Like, I was irresponsible and didn't make a reservation. That's on me. It's not the restaurant fault. So we go in there, they say it's going to be like a 25 minute wait, which whatever, isn't as long as I've waited before, but it's long. Me and my cousin just kind of sat down and started talking to each other. And we must have timed it very well because there started to be a huge line of people that wanted a table and very quickly the wait gets up to like 45 minutes. And the lobby's getting very crowded. So my cousin and me stand up or my cousin and I, sorry, Ooh, grammar, grammar. Anyways, my cousin and I stand up, we give our chair to some other people, like the little bench spot we were sitting on, and we're just standing there, and there's a line out the door of people even trying to put their names in now. And as there's this line of people trying to put their names in, this lady with, like, the Karen cut, the bob itself, comes strolling in, acting like she owns the place. I thought she worked there. That's how much confidence she walked by everybody in line with. I feel like whenever people have tried to cut in line, and I've seen it before, they try to at least be like 2% sneaky, a little bit Sly Cooper on them, not trying to make sure that everyone knows they're cutting in line. This lady just didn't care, bro. She walked right by everybody. If, if you would have given her the opportunity, she probably would have waved at them and said, au revoir, as she walked by, man. That's how cocky it was. 
and walks up to the podium and is like, I need a table for four. Doesn't say a name, doesn't ask how long the wait is, just demands it right away. And the person who was next in line, who's been waiting for a while, taps her on the shoulder and says, excuse me, ma'am, but there's a line. You have to go to the back of the line. I've been waiting for a while. And she doesn't even acknowledge the guy that just tapped her on the shoulder and said, excuse me, ma'am, go to the back of the line, da-da-da-da-da. She just looks at the hostess and says, table for four. And the hostess looks at her confused because she almost can't believe that this lady is being this rude. It almost seems like it's fiction. So she tells her, ma'am, you can't just cut the line. There's a long list of people. And she looks at the hostess, turns around, and looks at the line. And you would think maybe, just maybe, she didn't notice. She was just in her own little world, whatever, thinking about a phone call she just had. Walked past the line, wanted to put her name in, and now she's just like, oh my gosh, I'm so dumb, I'm embarrassed, something along those lines. My hope is growing smaller and smaller by the second, but I'm hoping it's something like that. And so she looks at the hostess and the guy behind her and says, I understand that there's a line, but I don't want to wait. Yeah, I don't think anyone wants to wait. If you did a survey of everybody before they came to dinner and said, would you like to sit in the restaurant and wait for a table or walk right in and be seated? No one would pick to wait. I don't think that's something people prefer, but the reality of going to a place that's busy is you might have to wait. I love that in this Karen's mind, she just thought that saying I don't want to wait was a justification to not actually have to wait. Oh, by all means, ma'am, if you don't want to wait, then we'll just let you cut everyone else in line. Why didn't you just say so sooner? And the guy that was behind her in line who had tried to be polite earlier kind of scoffs and says, none of us want to wait in line, which is what all of us were thinking. And instead of just ignoring him again, which she had done the first time, she decides that that comment is what she's going to take issue with and start arguing with him and turns around and asks why he thinks that he's allowed to be the peanut gallery on other people's lives. And the guy's just not in the mood to be taking any of this, and he starts arguing back about how the second she decided to cut everybody else who had been patiently waiting in line, she decided to make herself the target of the peanut gallery. And if she wasn't so easy to make fun of, then he wouldn't keep doing it. And I feel like this is something so constant with Karens, but when the guy stands up for himself and says you're easy to make fun of and it's your fault that people are having an issue with you and making comments because you cut them, her mouth drops wide open, flabbergasted, just, (gasps) what? I don't know why they always act surprised when people stand up to them. You would think acting like that, that it would happen more often. Maybe they're just shocked every time. Every time someone stands up to them, they think it's going to be the last time. But for some reason, Karens just act like a Disney villain that just got bested by the hero. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. Wow, someone stood up to me? It's like, yeah, you said his wife was ugly and then keyed his minivan. Um, Why did you expect him not to call the cops? But after her mouth drops open, she looks back at the hostess and just demands that he be removed because he was making her uncomfortable and she needed a table. Keep in mind, even if she got this guy kicked out, there's still the rest of the line she cut. It's not like she's next in line, and I feel like once you start an argument, you can't be mad that someone argues back with you. That didn't used to be how it works. I feel like only since COVID, I've been seeing a lot of that. Someone will start an argument and then just be mad someone argues back. It's like, well, if you don't want to argue with people, don't start an argument. It's a very simple way to avoid all confrontation. 
And the hostess is stammering because, you know, it's not like the hostess has to deal with this on a regular basis. At least I hope not. Uh, I'm sure when things get busy, people get crazy. But something of this magnitude, cutting in line, starting an argument, complaining, trying to get them kicked out, I don't feel like this would happen on a regular basis. I'm sure people get mad about having to wait a long time for a table when it gets busy, but as a hostess... I've never been one, I've never been a host, but I'm assuming you just kind of look at them and are like, yeah, I I don't know what to do. You see that every table has someone sitting at it. I can't kick someone out for you guys to sit down. So they're kind of stammering, not really knowing what to do in this situation. And thankfully, a manager must have heard the commotion. It's not like they were screaming at each other, but it was a heated conversation. Loud enough were the tables that were kind of near the host stand were looking and watching. Not the entire restaurant. It wasn't to the point where it's like an awkward movie scene where you hear the silverware clink onto the tables as everyone looks up. But people were definitely starting to pay more attention. And so the manager walks up and is like, hi, what's the problem here? Very manager-esque, very professional. You'd think that would be able to defuse the situation. And the Karen demands that they be seated immediately because of how uncomfortable they've been made to feel and that the person behind them in line has been very disrespectful. So she expected a free meal. Uh, I feel like it's weird to expect a free meal in the first place, but it's very weird to expect a restaurant to give you a free meal because someone that doesn't work for the restaurant made you mad in line. And even then, they were just calling you out for cutting them in line. If that made you uncomfortable, uh, you shouldn't have cut them in line. I don't understand what you want them to do. That's like stealing something from someone, and when they're like, hey man, you stole this from me, what's wrong with you? You just accuse them of making you uncomfortable and then try to get them in trouble for that instead. Sure, whatever, I stole your car, but there's no reason to get mad at me for it, bro. Do you have any idea how uncomfortable it makes me when you're yelling at me about stealing your car? Just get over it, get another one. And so the manager looks at this Karen and kind of asks the other guy what's going on, and before he can answer and give his side of the story, the Karen cuts off the manager and just says that he has no reason to ask that guy for his side of the story obviously she was the person who was upset here so her side of the story mattered and I'm very glad Karen's not in charge of things because imagine if the world ran that way like there's a lawsuit you're getting sued only the person suing you gets to say their side of the story you don't get to defend yourself at all um yes Bill Gates actually promised me half of Microsoft and he promised it see he wrote it on this napkin he said give Give Ryan half my money. Heart, Bill Gates. It's right there, Judge. Well, Bill, it looks like you're going to have to hand over half the Microsoft fortune. And he's like, I never did that. (laughs) Whatever, Bill. You're not allowed a counter-argument. It'd be chaos. So, obviously, the manager can't do that. And he's like, ma'am, you have to understand that I've only heard your side of the story. He seems upset as well. So, the least I can do is listen to his side. And she's not having it. And now she's demanding that she be given a free meal and vouchers for another free meal because this manager is being dumb. And asked to see the manager's manager. And the manager up to this point has been incredibly patient. I'm not going to lie. My cousin and I have been watching this, thinking about it like a Madden play-by-play. You know how the announcers in Madden... Well, you see, this quarterback's been doing a lot of practice on the deep throw, Tim. We're thinking that. This manager has clearly done a lot of practice with managing Karens. The response here has been nothing short of incredible. It's easy to see why they made the Pro Bowl last season. But the demeanor changes. And it doesn't go to angry. It doesn't go to mean. It doesn't go to rude. It just goes to very stern. And they say, ma'am, you need to go to the back of the line and wait for your turn to put your name in. Or I'm going to have to ask you to leave and you will not be allowed back. 
in the Karen once again has the face of someone shocked as if she's never been told to leave before. Which if you act like this, I don't believe. If you act like this on a regular basis, you've definitely been kicked out of somewhere before. Or you're lying. Like, there's no way you act like a Karen all the time and it's never backfired on you. That's why it's always so surprising to me that they act surprised when it backfires. Especially in the modern era, maybe back in the 70s and the 80s when it was a little more, the customer is always right, you could have gotten away with it. But there's no way you've been acting like this for the last three, four years and haven't been called out on a monthly basis by someone or some worker for just being hard to deal with. At the threat of being banned, though, the Karen goes all, Well, you can't ban me. I come here all the time. Uh, if you come here all the time, then why would you act like this? Uh, just acting like this even at a place you've never been to is really weird. But if it's at a place where you know the workers and you have, like, a repertoire with the staff, you definitely wouldn't be acting like this and being rude to everyone. Because you know that, like, you know everybody here, so even if it's busy, they're gonna find a spot for you, and you know that they're gonna be busy because it's a day they tell you they're busy. If you really come here all the time, acting like this is even more dumb. So the manager, not taking any of it, is like, all right, in that case, then I need you to leave and please don't come back. And the Karen immediately just starts questioning, what, are you serious? And the manager doesn't back down, yes, ma'am, please leave or I'll contact the cops, like, you need to leave. And so she grabs her things and starts storming out. But as she's storming out, she's just screaming about how the food here is terrible. And she ate here all the time and it's been going downhill. And everyone should just save their time and leave because it's awful. Blah, 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 blah. I saw a comment saying I say that in every video. I don't know if I've done it yet. But in case you commented that, there you go. See, I did that for you. Anyways, uh, obviously in this situation, if you come here all the time and the food sucks, then you're even more dumb. Because you know what I would do if I went somewhere and the food sucked and I hated it? I wouldn't go back. Yeah, that's right. Wow, you actually have the ability to not eat at a restaurant you think sucks. Who would have ever thought that was possible? You don't have to do things you hate doing? Ugh, crazy. But she leaves screaming the entire way. And right after that, it worked out. A couple left and me, my cousin, and our friend got the table. So the three of us were eating, and the manager walked up and apologized for it, and we were like, no, we don't care, trust me, it was funny. And I literally made a joke about how I would find a way to, like, use it for my job. And I did, yeah, that's right, I didn't lie to you, Miss Manager Lady. But she gave us free sodas, which was an absolute W. So thank you, Karen. Not only did you get me a free Pepsi, but you also gave me a video. So, so genuinely, thank you. Made the trip a little more interesting. Not that hanging out with my family was boring. It's just uh, th this entire situation was a little bow on top. Overall, just don't act like that, especially if you're a regular somewhere. That's how you go from the favorite customer to the least favorite customer real quick. I'm sure they did not enjoy that if she was a regular, even though I doubt that anyways. Overall, it's been a bit since I've done a Karen story time, so if you enjoyed it, be sure to press the like button. And if you don't press the like button and comment, you will be cursed by the Karen god. That was a serious threat. She contacted me via email and said if I didn't pay her a hundred grand, she'd curse me too. So I'm getting cursed. So if I'm going down, I'm taking all y'all with me. So uh, comment the word Karen down below and press the like button. And if you're new, subscribe and turn on those noties as well. I post videos like this pretty often, so uh, you don't want to miss out. And yeah, if you like listening to these, you can always listen to it on Spotify. A link can be found down below in the description. 
But on that note, that'll do it. Don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot. And hopefully I'll see you guys next time. I'm out. Peace.